Welcome to Forging a Life Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny with Coach Christine Clark. Imagine you are a ball of steel, smooth, small, and cool to the touch. Your very being is softened by fire as you take hits that shape you. Christine is a transformational life coach dedicated to empowering entrepreneurs to create a whole life success on their terms. On this show, you will be forged into a magnificent, powerful, highly functional work of art that is your significant life. Now, here's your host, Christine Clark. Join me, Coach Christine Clark, as we forge our lives. We are going to go beyond the curve and call in your unique destiny. Who will you be when you believe you have what it takes? Hello, hello, and welcome to today's show. I am Coach Christine Clark. This is Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny. I am here every fourth Tuesday, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Today, we're going to talk about the five bad guys with my wonderful guest, Coach Michelle Moore. But before we get rolling, I want to remind you that you have the opportunity to receive a New Year Ignite Laser Coaching Program for free. Submit your name, your email, and your phone number to forgingalifewithcoachchristine at gmail.com by midnight on December 31. In four laser coaching sessions, you will galvanize your vision. You're going to center your confidence, activate your intentions, and work one-on-one with me, Coach Christine Clark. So email me at forgingalifewithcoachchristine at gmail. I am so looking forward to working with you. And so, you know, answer me, how are those inner critics doing? Are they quiet as a mouse? Are they raging like a hurricane? Do they come one right after the other, or are they showing up in a herd? You know, at the core, we're not wrestling with a thousand different critics. Most of those sabotaging voices are variations on the five bad guys. The important truth is that they are part of us. They intensify when we're growing, when we're doing the work of evolution. And I am so delighted to have my good friend, Michelle Moore, here with me today as we talk about the five bad guys and the inner hero responses for each of them. Michelle is a phenomenal life coach. She is perfectly imperfect, guiding as she travels this journey called life. Michelle is a speaker, a trainer, a poet, and a spoken word artist. Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today. I was so fired up listening to just the the introduction and and, and what it is that like what it is that, that you do that we get to do with this work. I love uh, going beyond the curve and calling uh, calling in your unique destiny and that question that you asked. Man, who will you be when you believe you have what it takes is so powerful. I'm so thrilled to be here with you. I think you're just a, an amazing, like really dope human being. <laughs> uh, you're a ton of fun and you're brilliant. You're powerful um, and compassionate and, and a testament truly of, of what's possible in our lives when we do this work. So thank you for having me here. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Michelle. You are most welcome. And whew, making me pink in the cheeks now. <laughs> so, you know, I, what I appreciate about you joining me today and talking about the five bad guys, because I, you're the one that languaged this for me. You're the one that had the titles. And when, you know, when I understood that these 
critics had a name. It really helped me get a handle on the self-sabotage, you know, being able to name what's happening in and of itself, you know, really kind of open the door to being able to manage it, to look at my disempowering stories with a perspective that just shed some light, basically. And I'm just delighted to be able to have you share some of this with all the people that are listening today um, in Seattle. And for those of you on, on YouTube, hello. For those of you on Facebook, hello. Um, so let's, you know, let's kind of dive in to some of these yeah. identities. Michelle, when this came about for you, I mean, what showed up for you? How did you be able to say, okay, there's this one and this one and this one and this one. Um, where did that all that come from? Yeah, what a great question. And I love what you said. The importance of, of this is so that we understand it, because if if anybody listening or watching live is like, like me in any way, you can kind of think you're crazy sometimes or think that you're the only person, right? Like that yeah. is going through any of this. And, and if we don't, we don't understand something, we're not going to have the power to be able to um, manage it or control it effectively, right? So I, this actually originally, it, this is not my like unique content. It's something that I first heard from my coach inside of a mastermind call at a very high level. And it landed with me so hard that I like, like, took it, you know, like I took ownership <laughs> of it. Yeah. And I, I really was like, this, this is the thing because I was driven by my, my inner critic for so, so long and it, it got things done, but it, it didn't always feel good. I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. And so I started to look at in my own life first, and then see it in other people, right? See it in, right. in my friends that, you know, are like you, that we're talking about this kind of stuff. And then also see it in my clients. And I recognize that, that really there, as of this viewing, there are, or this, 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 yeah, this show there's five, right? There are five. Right. And, and I use quotes around bad guys, which I know we'll talk about as, as this continues, but there are five bad guys. And, and they are different identities that have their own belief systems. And the stories that they kind of blare out in, in, our, in our heads are, you're not enough, right? Some version of that, you're not enough, you're not uh, worthy enough, pretty enough, smart enough, tall enough, you're not fill in the blank enough. You're just stupid, right? That's the, you're an idiot, right? You're so dumb, how could you be so stupid? Any variation of that. Um, you're not safe or it's not safe, right? Don't go there. That's dangerous. You should just quit, right? Like, why are you doing this? Whatever specifically around your passion, right? The thing that, that is so important to you. And the last one is that nobody cares. Yeah. Right? Nobody cares about you, about what you're doing, about what you're contributing to the world and about you um, as an individual. Yeah. And these are so rich. I'm I'm going to just we'll skip the first break, Michelle, because I want to dive into these okay. because these are just so, you know, I appreciate that we got them enumerated and for everybody, you know, write these down because they're there, they're going to show up. And if you can label them, it gives a handle on the management. You're not enough. You are so stupid. You're not safe. You should just 
quit and nobody cares. And I can tell you, as I start saying those, Michelle, I can feel myself just like sinking down. My, my heart's getting heavy. It's like, really? Um, but these are just so much, like you said, they, they can, they show up in so many different ways. And for me, um, when I was, I was thinking about coming into the show as we were going to talk and the you're not safe one for me shows up with clients that I work with because I work with entrepreneurs. And when you become the face of your business, when you are the, the person out front um, and you're not going and, you know, work for somebody else, you're not doing somebody else's work, but it, when it's you, um, that really pushes that comfort zone. I mean, it's, it gets scary. And what comes to my mind is the, the adage of don't take it personally. It's like, but if it's you and it's your product and your, your thing, and you're offering it to people and they say, no, I don't want that. We take it personal. We do. And, um, and for me, that's where, how the, you're not safe shows up. Because the more transparent you get, the more visible you get, the more you're out there in life business, it's not safe. You're, you're risking so much. Um, tell us about some other ways that you're not safe shows up. I mean. Yeah, that, that's huge. What you just said, it's most of us have some, some pain around being like being punished for being ourselves right and it could be mild pain right mm -hmm. like um and mild on a scale right because some people have been physically uh, emotionally mentally sexually assaulted right so all, all the way on the one side and it also could be um being laughed at being made fun of right in school you were being silly about something or you were dancing and people maybe booed you or friends made fun of you um and and we start to develop that belief that who we are as a person it's not safe that if we show up right? Authentically. So this could happen in business. This could also happen in our relationships, right? In our mm -hmm. relationship with our friends, with our, you know, intimate partners, this could happen inside of our careers, why we don't speak up, why we don't ask for a raise, why we don't, um, why we spend, and this is a, a, something that I notice a lot with women, a lot of times being so grateful, right? But not, not asking for what we want or what we need or giving ourselves permission to dream because the possibility of, of any of that actually carries with it an embodied, an embodied danger, right? Our right. body remembers the, the trauma, whether it was a large, like they say, a capital T trauma or a, a smaller, a lowercase T trauma. Um, all of those matter to the body and, and it's going to protect us from ever experiencing that again. Right. And so that shows up big time, it shows up again and again. Um, yeah. And when I, when I think about you should just quit, mm -hmm. um, I, I go back to my direct sales days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, you know, and not hitting the mark, not attaining the goal, setting whatever the, the um, intentions were, the goals were, there were so many, and always there was another and another and another, another, no matter how far forward you met would go, um, there's always something more. And for me, I remember, I never thought of quitting, but I had this idea that 
I was never, ever going to be enough. And I don't know if that's a part of you should just quit or if it's in there somehow. Um, but it, it would be enough that it could just really mess me up for extended periods of time. And yet, for whatever reason, I hung in there, um, which is the, what you want to do. You want to hang in there. Um, but that idea of quitting like per made the failure permanent. And no matter how much I saw myself not being enough, not being smart enough, and all this other thing, I never got to the point of wanting to make that final, that I was a final failure by quitting. So how does you should just quit, like show up otherwise? Because that one, I don't have a solid story personally, and I can't pull out something I've coached with other people to bring it out. But talk to me about that one. Yeah, that's a really good point. And the thing is, it doesn't always sound directly like, hey, you should quit that thing. It's almost like, a, um, it, for me, it's been more of a why bother try, right? Like, um, you know, you're probably not going to get that thing anyway, right? That if you're, um, you know, a performer, an actor, and, and you are an aud auditioning for something, right? Like, eh, don't, don't try to do that whole podcast thing or that radio show or get that role. They're probably not going to pick you anyway, right? Um, don't, that's a, that goal's a little big, right? Maybe we scale down our goals. So instead of, you know, in, instead of going for the top tier, right? The, the, in our direct sales industry, uh, Christine and I were in the same industry. There were different levels of cars, right? So don't go for the big one, right? Like you should just, you know, aim lower, right? Don't, don't push too hard. For, for me, it came up in not trying. Like in my life, it was don't, if I didn't try, then I actually could retain some hope that if I did try, I would be successful. So I, I would try just enough so that I was staying in action, but I wouldn't ever really, really push it because I, I was afraid of not actually being successful. So that inner voice was really um, showing up as like play small. Right, right. Yeah, don't don't go through with it. And, and certainly don't put your whole self out there because no. oof, that's too risky. It's not safe. Right, that's not <laughs> safe, right. It goes right back to that safe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, the nobody cares, because um, I think that lands so much in, in life everywhere. Um, as an entrepreneur, re, you know, putting your thing out there, offering your service, offering your product, and that possibility that what is exciting and significant and lights me up won't light anybody else up. Like, that's just me. Nobody else cares wants it. And I think all of these are, have their own places where they're really devastating. And for whatever reason, nobody cares. I find personally very, I mean, as I say the word, I can feel it in my chest. It's like, that would, that's the worst that whatever I'm going through, whatever I'm doing, I think both sides, as I'm putting something out there that nobody wants it, that it doesn't, I want to serve the world and the world doesn't want to be served, doesn't care, doesn't like my thing. But the other part is even if I'm hurting or in pain or needing support for nobody to care, 
that's devastating as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I feel that. Um, it's, I think it ties into our fear of being rejected. So we, yeah. if the way that this works and it's so like, huh, when you, when you first hear it, but the way that it works is that if, if, if this, if this voice can keep you from, if, if this voice can keep you convinced, Christine, right, that nobody cares about what you have to offer, then you won't offer it. And if you don't offer it, you can't be rejected, right? right. So its main job <laughs> is keep Christine from being rejected. Right. It doesn't, it's very simple, right? The way our, our brain works. So mm-hmm. because you shared earlier, right, we take things personally. I think the, the deepest part of that is that we add on, nobody cares about me. So if they don't care mm-hmm. about our it's because they don't care about me because if we were better, right. If we were something different than they, than than we are, they would care. And, and I, I, this, this, I believe is shows up the most inside of what you said, not sharing our, not sharing our authentic self, not sharing our gifts, not like, Oh, nobody wants to, nobody wants to see my, you know, my painting. Nobody wants to hear me play. Nobody wants to know about my coaching or my program or uh, nobody, nobody really cares about that. And it ties in as well. I see this with a lot of, of entrepreneurs that somebody else is already talking about that right? Like somebody else is already talking about that. So Mm -hmm. nobody's going to care about me talking about that thing. And again, it just just plays small so we can stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's already done it. So my, my twist, my spin isn't, isn't gonna matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, yeah. And we give up so much of our Mm -hmm. potential, um, just to, just to be able to not have to risk not have to risk that. Um, Because, and when the, when we're talking about, you know, all these bad guys are really essentially trying to protect. I mean, they're, they're just, they're just freaking overprotective. Um, And, (laughs) and they yet, um, I mean, they come from our, our subconscious, our training that, you know, as we grow up, we experience things and just to keep us from having that emotional pain, having to risk, having to um, somehow solidify the fact that, yes, you are unworthy, um, have to protect that at all costs. But also, um, you know, the guys will come up with language that we fed them. I mean, we, we, they follow our lead, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me more about how, you know, about them following Ellie, because I know that, you know, the head talk is partly them, but also if I'm going to say out loud and it's like, I make a mistake, it's like, Christine, you are so stupid. What were you thinking? I just gave my bad guy ammunition, boom. And I may not even think it's a big deal at the moment. I'm just venting. So I'm golden. And yet we're giving our subconscious, those bad guys, the words to use, and they'll come back and they'll say them back to us again. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that, that, you know, we've talked about is that our subconscious accepts whatever it is we tell it Mm -hmm. verbatim, right? And so if we go back to what we were discussing earlier, 
most, in my experience, this all comes from childhood and none of that's to blame any, that's not, I believe my parents were humans before they were parents. I believe they did the best job. <laughs> I do not blame them for anything. They were doing the best that they could at that time. And I believe that humans, there's just, when we live life, there just things are going to happen, right? So we have these traumas, whether it's capital T or little t, traumas that we experience as children. And then if we have something that feels painful to us as a child, right? Whether it's uh, rejection or abandonment or feeling unloved or unwanted or unaccepted, that hurts. And our, our, these identities, right? These bad guys, we, we decide, we make a decision. I don't ever want to feel this again, right? Like I, I never again, do I want to feel this. And so we give it the language. Usually it's what we hear in our surroundings could be inside of our family, could be in society, could be from, you know, people that are just around us. Yeah, the children on the playground. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like you're fat or you're ugly or, you know, whatever. And, and I didn't wear shorts until from the time I was in middle school until this year, 2021, because of something some kid said on a playground. That's a true story. And I was like, what am I doing? Because like, no, I just, all I could hear was, his, I don't even remember his name, Christine. I could just hear his voice making fun of me as I got off the playground. So yes, or off the school bus, we, we take these things and, and we, they oftentimes start as other people's voices, but then we do, we do repeat them to ourselves, right? right? So if, for me, it was, look at what you did, right? That's, if I mess up, that's that, like, look at what you did. Like you screwed up, you messed this up, like, look at your mistake. And, Mm -hmm. and that, if I hear that, that freezes me, right? So then I stop taking action, which prevents me from possibly getting hurt, feeling not enough, feeling like uh, nobody cares about me, right? So the the voice that that internal dialogue is actually really doing its job to try to protect us, as you said, from the potential pain, following our lead, because we made that decision as a young child, I don't ever want to feel this again, because it mm-hmm. feels it feels dangerous and threatening to to a, a you know two year old a three year old a four year old who's much more dependent on their parents than right, you, know, right. you or I are now at this yeah. at this moment and they're operating like we're still those small children they don't know that we're grown ups they don't know you have kids right right <laughs> right right yeah because it is it gets solidified it's in your grains in your cells and then it's part of it and then just like you said once those words get make their way in they're just so automatic and so ingrained. And yeah, you're basically your subconscious still operates like it was at three and four years old. Absolutely. And that feeds into the bad guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to, we're coming up on, on the mid break and I do want to take this one. And when we come back though, we're going to talk about the responses, talk about the empowerment and also kind of get to know these bad guys because really they are part of us and as un, as much as we want to blame them for everything that hasn't happened right in our world um they actually there's a golden a golden edge to that that they are pointing in our direction um and we'll do that when we come back from our break. My guest today is Coach Michelle Moore. Her website is coachmichellemoore.com. You can find her on Facebook and at YouTube. And um, whoop, whoop, whoop. 
There we go. Um, you can connect with her at coachmichellemoore at gmail.com. She would love to hear your comments and your feedback and any responses you have. I'm Coach Christine Clark. My website is sunglowtransformation.com. You can find me at LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Coach Christine and at Sunglow Transformation. And please take a minute during our break to enter the New Year Ignite Laser Coaching Program to galvanize your vision, center your confidence, and activate intention to blaze in 2022. Just send your name, your email, and a phone to forging a life with coach christine at gmail.com and we'll be right back after this break have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet join me kimberly barrett on the sharing love and light show every first and third tuesday at 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern at transformationtalkradio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit sharingloveandlightshow.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The truth is funny. Shift happens with monthly guest host Karen Benton. Tune in for powerful conversations about health and wellness. Karen brings unique insights rich with humor and science to her discussions with experts in medicine, movement, psychology, spirituality, and so much more. Don't miss Karen on The Truth is Funny every third Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBetton.com. Who taught you or your kids how to handle stress? That's right, no one. I'm combat veteran Deb Lewis, and I'm on a mission to change that. My new children's book, Why is Pono Not Pono Today, is set in Hawaii. Lovable characters, Pono the Bull and his friend Kuleana, show us how a stressful situation ends happily. Look closer to reveal powerful ways to handle all types of stress. Start loving your stress-filled life today. Go to mentallytoughwomen.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. 
Hello, and welcome back to Forging a Life Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny. I am Coach Christine Clark, and my guest today is the phenomenal Coach Michelle Moore. We've been talking about the five bad guys, which are the embodiment of all our sabotaging head talk. And now we're going to talk about the response. You know, what do we do with the bad guys? Um, do we just listen to them and, and let them drag us down into the rabbit hole and uh, curl up in a little ball on the floor? Although that has happened, I have done that. Um, but the better option is to be able to recognize a little bit about um, what's going on with them and the answers that we can give them. Um, they point towards safety. They want to protect us. And yet, all of that we hope and dream for um, is outside of that protection to build our businesses, to have deep relationships, to evolve, involve, you know, involves risk, involves stretching, involves having to get visible, show up, speak out, have those hard conversations. And it's never fun. I mean, it's never easy that energy of anxiety and stress is always going to be there because we're doing the thing going through the unknown in order to claim what's on the other side um, but there is another side and so the answers to the bad guys are just perfect <laughs> that's the empowerment that's the empowerment michelle tell us about the answers that inner hero response to those bad guys what what's the truth uh i love that i love that phrase inner hero and and the last word that you said that is so important to me is is the truth and and the truth is that you are enough and you will be okay just keep going. You've got you and they need you. Yeah. And that has just like the other, the, the message of stay down had both of us, right? Like physically wanting to shrink down. <laughs> this is like heart expanding and opening and, and it resonates with me so much to know like, yes, like this Yes, this is this is the truth of who I really truly am. Yeah, right. Yeah, you are enough. I am enough. You will be okay. I will be okay. Just keep going. Don't stop. Don't. Yeah, just keep moving. You'll get there. And you've got you. That one I love best. You got you. And then I've got me, they need you. Yeah, they need me. I, I had a session just, just last week with a client that was all about um, this. She was talking about, we're through the holiday season. She owns two different shops and um, now comes the downtime. Now comes the time where they're, the money's gonna, dry up a little bit and it's a cycle and she knows it and she's familiar with it and every year 
for the last two years, she's had to borrow some money to get through the gap, to continue to pay her employees. And then it comes, things ramp up again when spring gets here and she pays it all back in less than 90 days. And she's been through it. And yet she's got anxiety and stress because now we're in it again. And even though she's familiar with it, this year, it's a little more because she's made more money. She's at a higher level and she really has enjoyed some of the flexibility and freedom that the greater income has allowed for everything. And she's afraid she's going to lose it. Right. So that's the extra piece on there. Um, But for her to, you know, she's projecting forward, obviously um, getting upset about something that hasn't happened yet. And we walked through that to the point where her history shows that she's done this before. She has the acumen, she has the skill, she knows what to do. And we ended with, you've got you, she's got herself, she can do it. And when we were able to get her to that point, realizing that no matter what comes, she's going to be okay. It was like, yes, relief. Um, And it was just really beautiful to walk walk her through to that point and be able to say, yeah, I, I've, I've been here. I've done this. I have the muscles. I have the resiliency and it'll be fine because I can do this. And yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that for, for her and for the people that she's going to interact with. Right. Because when we're walking around and I certainly have been there uh, many times inside of that fear and anxiety and that stress, um, that energy does affect the, you know, the people, it doesn't only disrupt us and our system, but it does affect the people that are around us. So thank you for sharing that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. The word that, that I heard you say that was so I think that gets us is that word again, right? Like we feel like I'm here again. And, and that carries with it. Some of the, like, you're so stupid, right? Cause if you weren't why you wouldn't be here again. <laughs> right. And what's, what's fascinating, so number one, that's actually, it's actually not true. Um, and, and I, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that, but, but the thing that is fascinating to me is that she, like myself, like I, I bet you too, Christine, remembers the again, but forgets without your support and reminding, she forgot that she's also triumphed again, right? Right. We we remember the the pain because it was so, so destructive to us, but we forget, like we have, like, this is familiar. I I think of it like, I was actually playing video games uh, about a week ago. And and I think of it like, if you've ever played Pac-Man, right? Like there's only the the five ghosts, right? I think it's five ghosts. And, And when you defeat them all, you eat the little power pellets and you get to board number two, they're there again right? They're, they show up again, <laughs> right. Right? again, again, no, right? right? No new ghosts. It's the same ones over and over and over again, but we're on a different board. We have different fruit. We are the, the, the fruit that we eat is worth more points. Right. We're a little right. bit faster. So we, we forget we're not back repeating board one. We're on board two, board three, yeah. board four. Right. But we forget that because the, the ghosts, right? They're still the same. Yes. Yes. And you're exactly right. We get into it things go sideways, or we have this anxiety again. And we do. For whatever reason, we blank out on the fact that we have 
done <laughs> so much more um, that we are able to succeed, get through it. And now it's here again. And some, there's like a block that shows up that's like, you know, you got the picture and then you got this the, the black square over a section of it that's like where you made it work. It's like, oh, duh. Yeah. And um, Benny has told us that the ghosts are Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, they, and they're just like the bad guys. They keep showing up again and again. And exactly what you said, Michelle, is you're on a new level. You're on a new level. And you actually had a had one of a client. We were talking last week and you told me about a client who had done some amazing transformational work and then had this feeling, had this issue show up again for him. And he was under the impression that once you have done the transformation the first time through or had this great shift, that that should be like a permanent shield and everything should bounce off it. And I can't remember what the term was, but when, when does it stop working or when does my shield stop working? And the truth is our evolution does take us to new heights. It does take us to new awareness. We get to be better and there's always still going to be growth. And it doesn't mean that that stuff doesn't come back or show up. There's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, um, he mentioned that, like, what do you do when the work expires? Right. Expires. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I love the image that you projected of like, just there of like a shield, right? Like, of like, I've done this thing and now I'm, I'm done. Right. Like I'm, right. I'm just, I'm done. I, I should be good. And I'm, I'd certainly held that belief. So I don't say, I think a lot of us have that misconception inside of personal development, but the work doesn't expire. It builds upon each other, right? This, the skills and, and the, the things and the transformation, the shifts, the new awarenesses that you have on level one are why you are able to elevate to level two. And when you do that, you're open to deeper capacities, right? I, I spent most of, of my like adult life numbing out, right? I, I, I didn't know how to feel in a healthy way. So I numbed out. When mm -hmm. I stopped numbing out, I was more present to feeling. And the more that I did this work and the more that my heart expanded, the more that I felt. And so I would feel things at a deeper level and, and a, a bigger, like expansive capacity because I had created space that wasn't there before. And so I, I like to think of it and what I you know shared with him is that maybe, is it possible that the work hasn't expired, but you have elevated and, and right. if it feels like we're going backward, it's because we're looking at a very focused view instead of expanding our vision and looking at the whole picture. And I was actually thinking about this this morning, and it's almost like taking a freeze frame in a movie, right? Just one scene in the movie and making judgments about the entire movie based on that one freeze frame oh, yeah. versus looking at the entire picture right? The entire movie from start to finish. And when you do that, you can actually see how insignificant probably that, that one single moment is. And that's not to be dismissive insignificant, but just in the grand scheme of things, how, how much it doesn't matter. And when we realize that, that allows us to just relax a little bit and say, okay, 
now like the the choice right because you mentioned as we continue to step outside of our comfort zone we're going to we're going to feel it because every time we do it's going to feel new uncertain and threatening right. so we have a choice do i stay here do i i'm i'm comfortable here i got the bad guys eaten right do i stay here or do i choose to keep evolving right right and we we always have that choice and yet it's i don't think until you've done quite a bit of work done some entrepreneur done some some coaching work through done some self-development had a mentor had a coach you get to the point where you're able to recognize that because i think in our unenlightened state that we tend to not see that we have choice we tend to believe that what is 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 and that there's not anything we can do to change or shift it um which is the which is um, sad, really. I mean, that's the word that comes. Um, we're going to keep walking through this, Michelle. Um, I told Benny we're going to skip the break so that we can just keep rolling because this is this is so rich, and I love this. Um, so when we are in this point where the ghosts are showing back up again, when things are happening again, what are our, our options? I mean, how do we change the perspective? Yeah, that's a great question, right? Um, it, it's, I think, number one, it's understanding what's actually happening. So it's a lot of the conversation that you and I have been having already. It's like, okay, this, 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 this thing, this inner critic is actually Yes, it might be trying to hurt me, but it's doing it from, from a place of protection. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, this is happening because I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, which I want to do. Okay, that makes sense. So that doesn't necessarily do anything to the body yet, but having that intellectual understanding of what's happening is, right. is really, really important. And, and when we're in the space of kind of reeling and feeling like we are out of control, um, one of the first things for me is uh, I got to reconnect to a space like in, in my environment where I feel safe. And, and that's going to be unique for everybody, but, but that might be, um, there might be a friend that, that you call, that you talk to or connect with, or maybe it's a coach that you have, or a nature is a huge one for me. So going out for a walk or even just sitting right. outside and being like in the grass or going for a hike, um, taking a bath. That's another one. I find water very, very calming. And I feel very safe in, in that space. Um, meditation or breath. Right work. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yoga, working out, dancing, mm -hmm. wherever. And that's going to be unique for you is a place I have a client that heard her go to is yoga every time. Right. So where is that, that space in your environment where you are like, okay, I, I feel safe here. Yeah. And, and the reason doing that first is so important is because if we're trying to make any changes, when, we're being led by that story of we're not enough or it's not safe. We're not like, we're not actually our brain, right. Is, is not capable of making that decision because it doesn't feel safe. Right. Christine. So it's not right. going to be like kind of short circuits are logic. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yes. Right. It's a great way to put it, right? Like there's a disconnect. So that's what we have to do first. And one of the signs that I see with myself personally, and a lot of the clients that I work with is that 
we begin to start to try to control the outside environment. So when I don't feel in control of, of Michelle, mm-hmm. I start to get overly controlling of my environment, right? I need everything to be put away in the right place. I need like stuff that usually doesn't bother me all of a sudden becomes like, like a cause for anxiety and stress, right? Like I'll take everything off my desk and like clean it like with a um, kind of ferociousness because I, I don't feel okay. So I need to get my external environment to be okay. That, that might not be the way for everybody, but that's something that I do notice is when I become hyper-controlling externally. Um, and, and one of the things that I learned just this year is that we need to know and understand that we actually do have the power to regulate our nervous system. And right. it, it it just is a concept. It, it, I mean, it's gotten to the point, Christine, where like, I am like, how do I how do I get this into schools? How do I teach this to young children? Because I, I genuinely had no idea that that was even possible. And, and for somebody that is like how I was, um, and this is super simplified, but when we have like a healthy stress response, right? Because all these things that we talked about, these, these are good. We don't want them to go away completely. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause if you're, if you're not feeling any of that, you're not actually doing anything. You're not going into anything. And I wanted to share, cause as you were talking about you know, your own response to not feeling safe and then wanting to control. Um, I just, I go through this at the um, holiday time where I have all my lists of everything I'm going to do and I get into it. And as the time runs out and I get exhausted, I start having these stories about how my spouse is not helping like he should. And I have to start letting go of things and they become not so important. And I start calling the list and all of that for me is a, you know, those are the indicators. I like, Whoa, wait a minute. You know, you're in this place of perfectionism and really step back and let go. When I start feeling angry about what hasn't done. Um, but so it shows up in a lot of places. Then the awareness is, Oh, I'm in this state. So now I have, I understand some of my triggers and I can do that step back. Like yours, when I need to clean everything, I realize there's something going on and I'm not safe. And this is, this is my response. So now I know it. So I do want you to talk to us about this feeling of the neurology of the body. Some of the things that you're learning. Um, If you can give us just, you know, just explain a little bit of this to us, introduce us to some of this how to become like create that, that safety is, is unique for each one of us. Right. And I've this, I've been doing this work for a while. And this year in particular, um, I've just read a lot of books. I've worked with a coach who supported me through this process and, and figuring out the things that are going to work for you uh, is a journey that, that is worth taking. And so um, the first thing is one, what we talked about already, discover your safe space. Right. So recognize where that is, where if you notice, right, like that you're being Mm -hmm. mad that your husband isn't helping you with things and like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. I need to take a bath. I need to go for a walk. Right. I need to bring myself to that place because once we calm, now we can start to be thoughtful. So once that's done, then we can begin to practice. And I use that word very intentionally an open curiosity toward what is happening. And, and what I mean by that is like looking at your environment with more of like a, oh, 
this is kind of, this is interesting, right? This is fascinating. Like what's happening here? What, what am I, what am I afraid of here? That, that curiosity instead of judgment. And if you can't get there. Yeah. Oh man. Curiosity instead of judgment, because my, even what I was sharing is like, okay, then I'm at a, oh, you've, you're, you're doing this again, Christine, you put too much on your list. You're trying to show up too well. You've got more intent, you know, you're putting all this energy on what you bring and is it good enough for the group? And is everyone's going to love my contribution? And it's like, I was like, man, what are you doing? And being able to understand and recognize it. And then create that safe space, breathe, relax, and take a step back for me. But that, that judgment to let go of the judgment and look at it in curiosity. That's huge. I mean, I like, that's like everything. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I found that it happened for me, the more I understood what was actually happening. Right. So the more I understood, oh, I'm behaving this way because I don't feel safe. Then I was able to say, oh, well, this response makes sense. Right. Why don't I feel safe? And then it, and and it did, this did not, this did not for me happen overnight. This is a journey, which is why I use that word practice. Right. (laughs) Right. And And, and that's a, that's a big thing. All of this. Yeah is part of the journey. You learn these skills as you repeatedly go through and do them again and do them again. This self-development work of evolution is is the same as any other skill you're gonna pick up. You have to practice it repeatedly to get it down. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Breath work is another great thing that releases tension from our body. You mentioned that just a moment ago. Um, You know, one of the things that I like to do is just inhale through your nose, try as much as you can to keep your shoulders relaxed and then exhale through your mouth, almost like you're breathing out of a straw, right? So with your lips pursed and, and as you blow that air out, see if you can keep your jaw, your shoulders relaxed. So inhale through the nose, exhale through the lips, like, like you're blowing out of a straw. Exactly. And, and if that's too much for you, just notice your breathing, because even that, as you become aware of the sensations in your body that can take your focus from the outside and start to turn it toward the inside, right? You could do a simple body scan. And what I mean by that is just check inward and notice like, huh, my right jaw is tight. My left hip is aching. I'm hungry or I have to use the restroom because again, that just starts to take your focus. doesn't have to be complicated from the outside, starting to turn it to the inside. And, and as you do that, if you can start to name what it is, and it could be an actual name, or it could be a description like pressure or tension. As you do those things, you start to be able to disassociate from it. And what I found, Christine, is that when I've been able to do that, the curiosity is a lot easier. When I feel like it's all of me, it's, it's harder to get to that curious place. But if I'm looking at it like it's something else that's, that's a part of me, but not all of me, then I can be a little bit more curious. Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. That is such good stuff, Michelle. Um, mm-hmm. And I wish we would have another whole hour to go <laughs> through this, but um, our time is, is running out. Um, 
what's what's the what's the gift what's the prize if we can learn to find our safe space and to disrupt the what you know the negativity that's going on and so we can take that step back get curious what's the what's the gift in that for us yeah what a great question we begin to see that that this isn't who we are but it's an adaptation of how we've learned to cope. And when we start to really recognize that, the, the gift is compassion, right? The self-love is the result. Compassion is the result. Self-kindness is mm. the result. And it doesn't change anything that's happening. It just shifts how we relate to what's happening. And that, that changes everything. And, and the, the gentleness and our ability to be able to guide ourselves back to this place is so much more important than our ability to get there, to have that, that shield up, right? That's never penetrated again. It's about how do we, our ability to be able to come back to this, to home. And that's the practice. Yeah. That's tough love. That makes everything. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. This has been a fantastic conversation. Um, yeah, we have the five bad guys and they're going to travel with us. But what we want to remember is that for each of those bad guys, there's a powerful inner hero who is ready to take on, break the hold. And you have to know that you are enough. You will be okay. Just keep going. You've got you they need you and you absolutely do have what it takes i am coach christine clark this is forging life going beyond the curve calling in your unique destiny my amazing guest today is coach michelle moore you can contact her at coachmichellemore.com and also coachmichellemore at gmail.com to reach out and have a conversation with her you can find me, Coach Christine Clark, at Sunglow Transformation on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, and of course on the web. Um, thank you for this time today. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you, Michelle. This has been fantastic. Thanks for tuning in to Forging a Life with Christine Clark. Remember to acknowledge your talents and skills. Your gifts are the elements needed to claim the life of your dreams believe you have what it takes to forge the life you want. Through intuition, trusting yourself, and the process, take action and call your life into a vibrant, beautifully lit existence aligned with your core self. To learn more or work with Christine, visit sunglowtransformation.com.